Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the 119th Psalm a psalm that teaches us a great deal about the Word of the Lord, the Word of the Lord, and how that we can rest on the Word of the Lord. And if we do so, then we will not do what we did uh, covered previously in our episodes together. We will not fear, folks. We will not fear. If we know the Word, if we walk in the Word, if we believe the Word, we will not fear. Now, that's not talking about the... Uh, Fear that comes from time to time, you know, that we've mentioned many times before, encountering a snake. Uh, even the change of pace of things sometimes when there's something that's sort of challenging. Uh, I'm talking about the kind of fear that uh, ties you up and binds you uh, and, and, and anxiety, that type of thing. You know, you will not encounter that. So uh, we're going to press on. Psalm 119, verse 25 begins another stanza, another stanza. And remember, these stanzas usually have eight verses in them, and they uh, describe just about every verse. I want to say every verse in this psalm, but it seems like there may be one or two that don't. Every verse mentions something about the word of the Lord in some fashion. So let me read the entire stanza today, then we'll talk a little bit about it, okay? Verse 25 says, My soul cleaves to the dust. Revive me according to your word. I have told of my ways, and you have answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts, so I will meditate on your wonders. My soul weeps because of grief. Strengthen me according to your word. Remove the false way from me, and graciously grant me your law. I have chosen the faithful way. I have placed your ordinances before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Do not put me to shame. I shall run the way of your commandments, for you will enlarge my heart. So at the end of the stanza, we see that the, the pattern and the structure of it is uh, similar to what we've seen before that the psalmist speaks of the word of the Lord. As a matter of fact, verse 25, he says, your word, verse 26, your statutes, verse 27, your precepts, verse 28, your word, verse 29, your law, verse 30, your ordinances, verse 31, your testimonies, verse 32, your commandments. So we've seen that pattern all the way through. Uh, there's also sort of a bigger pattern here in the last three verses, and we see where he declares uh, four times that I have, I will, I shall. Okay, and that There's things that are determinative right here that the psalmist has made a decision about, and we'll look at those later on. Okay. Also, we see sort of the state of uh, his soul and the affairs of his heart and what's going on with him and what he's been going through. Verse 25 says this, My soul cleaves to the dust. Well, cleaving means, well, you know, hanging on to being a part of, it's cleaving, to, sticks to closely, that type of thing. So he says, my soul cleaves to the dust. He's down and out, folks. So what's the next part of the phrase? He says, revive me according 
to your word. And that revive, the Hebrew word literally means to make alive, to bring to life. So the psalmist is saying, hey, my soul is, I'm down here, God. Revive me, bring me to life according to your word. The word of the Lord will bring you to life. And people say, well, you know, I read a couple of verses, but I didn't really get anything out of it. It didn't really help me at all. <laughs> yeah, if that's the way you're approaching it, no doubt, okay? You need to be in the Word on an ongoing basis. Now, I'm not talking about uh, deep, dark theological studies where you're learning Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic, that type of thing. So often people think that's what's required. No, but I'm telling you, it has to go beyond this little concept of devotion, Okay, uh, I'm just surrounded with that all the time where people say, well, I, you know, I did my devotional today or here's a devotional thought. Well, what does that really mean when you get down to it? Here's a, a, a thought that is devout. Okay, here is a, a here's my good thought for the day and the rest of them aren't going to be. <laughs> I know people aren't saying that, but we just do this little uh, little flippant kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I've done my devotional. I've done this. And. And it's just, there's no power in it. There's no awareness that the Word of God will revive you. And more often than not, it's just a perfunctory thing where somebody uh, has written, uh, uh, you'll have a verse or two from the Scripture, and then somebody writes their thoughts on that. Well, that we really don't even need that. We need the thought and the mind of the Lord. So read the Scripture yourself. Read it yourself and say, Lord, what does this mean? Lord, give me understanding. As a matter of fact, that's the next thing that the psalmist asks. So in verse 25, he says, Revive me according to your word. Verse 26, I have told of my ways, and you have answered me. Teach me your statutes. So now the psalmist is saying, Hey, revive me according to your word. Teach me your statutes. And it's interesting that he says, I have told of my ways. Who did he tell? Well, the next part of the phrase says, and you have answered me. So the idea is, is that he had told God of his ways. He had confessed. He had repented. He told God, hey, I'm struggling with this, God. I've done this. I've done that. Forgive me of this. And the Lord answered him. The Lord answered him. And now he's saying, teach me. Teach me your statutes. Is that the cry of our heart, folks? Do we really understand that the word of the Lord will revive us? Do we really understand that the Lord will teach us according to his statutes? Are we just going to sit back and wait? Well, I'm waiting for my devotional thought today. You know, somebody's going to do a three-minute devotional online, so that's going to inspire me. Yeah, give me a break. Okay? That's not what you see within the body of Christ. Now, don't hear me wrong here, okay? It's good to share things. I think everybody needs to be doing it. Paul said that is good. I wish you all would prophesy, which means to speak forth the truth of the word of the Lord. I wish everybody would do that. Some would do it in a teaching manner. Some would do it in a testimony manner. You see it here later on, and we've seen it several times before, of your testimonies, Lord, okay? testifying what God has done. So there's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong with it? is when we sit there as individuals or as the body of Christ and we wait for some type of thing like that rather than seeking the Lord to revive us according to his word, rather than turning to the Lord and requesting of him to teach us his statutes. That's where the error comes in. Okay, So, you know what? I want to stop right here as far as the scripture and just ask that you meditate upon this and think about this. 
Take it before the Lord. I'm serious. Take it before the Lord and say, Lord, you know, where do I stand here? Do I really uh, want you to teach me your statutes? Do I really want to be revived by you? Do I really want to know your word? Or do I want somebody else to know it and then just sort of tell me what to do and I'll make a decision about whether I agree with that or not, you know, which is where a lot of the professing body of Christ is today. If you seek the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength, he will do marvelous and wonderful things. What we just see in these two verses right here. He'll lift your soul up from the dust. He'll revive you. He'll answer you. And he will teach you what you need. And that will empower you to turn around and live the life that he's called you to live and to literally turn around and teach other folks likewise. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.